The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Time now for... Whoops, the wrong thing. It's time now for the Brady Report. On this Easter keg week. Yesterday, uh, uh, my uh, son's ticket advisor guy. I don't know what to call him. Dylan. His name's Dylan. Dilly. So with that, I told you a week ago when the Suns sent out the prices for the playoffs for season ticket holders, they had made a mistake and multiplied everything by 10. So the the games that were possible were going to cost... $180,000 $180,000 to go to the playoffs and I'm firing off a email at the I'm going to kill you Dylan and your sleep and I'm going to I'm going to, all of a sudden I'm going to burn the footprint center on the ground this is ridiculous and uh, then he, you know the email comes out said ah we screwed up everything and everything so I thought I hit confirm you charge as you go you just give them the confirmation that you're in you opt in I got an email yesterday that says well the deadline passed and you didn't opt in for playoff tickets I'm like, I did too. And I look back and I didn't confirm it. Oh. So I'm like, ah, and the deadline was March 30th. So I'm like, oh, so I get on the horn and I text my ticket guy, Dylan. And I said, Dylan, I said, evidently my opt in didn't work. I did something wrong. Old man thumbs, not sure what I did. But uh, is it too late? And he goes, I'll have to pull some strings. And, uh, you know, you hand over one of those kegs. We can make this real easy. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. The Sarver days are over. No more crooked behavior, sons. And now I got, I got to figure out how to help Dylan out. But he got me in. He got me in. But he was begging for a keg. And I like it. That's competitiveness. He's he's crooked to a, to a you know, it's not, not to a fault, I guess. He's just trying to get his. You got to do what you got to do. Favors. You do what you do. I know some guys. Uh, well, you can get out there and find your own, or you can try to steal the one I'm going to give to Dylan illegally. Uh, but I'm not really going to do that. Uh, and that's what you do. So... Get ready for it. Friday morning. Hooters. Or a Hooters. The Easter keg. I'm looking at Hooters. Hooters is turning 40, though. I believe that. Uh, 80s theme party going on. Uh, all the music will be from the 80s. Uh, they're going to be hanging out all day long, celebrating their 40th birthday, and world-famous wings will be thrown all over. Even more fun. Head to Hooters Metro from 6 to 9. It's karaoke night. Uh-oh. 80s karaoke night. <laughs> Almost worth going just to watch. Brett, can we get you to do some Frank Storm? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, I'm in. If the Suns weren't playing tonight, Brett and I would be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's pretty great. So you can get groovy with Hooters, uh, 80s night, because it's their 40th birthday. Happy birthday, Hooters, and all the people involved. Uh, most of the staff there conceived because of a night at Hooters, but uh, none of them are 40. Because <laughs> they got a little Scottish in them? Yeah, you know what the you know what the worst thing you can hear at a Hooters restaurant is? Uh, Hi, my name's Tanya. I'm your waitress. I've been here since day one. <laughs> yeah, a little turnover here, guys. What was the first Hooters in in town? Which one? here? Yeah, 
Uh, you know what? I don't know. I, I would assume it's the Arizona Center, but I don't know. It might have been that one up there in the West Valley that we used to do the homeless for the holidays. Yeah, Bell. Oh, the I seventeen Bell. Bell. Yeah, yeah. That's no longer there. It's gone. That's that's bulldozed. Actually, that whole little thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding. They've been trying to figure out something to do with that whole. It's like area a QT so there long. now. I think. Yeah. Oh. That one, and then I don't think Metro was there before. Mesa, I think, might be the last one. Either way, I don't know the answer to that. I just know they're around. Just cool. Uh, Brady, report. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Tell a Lie Day. Oh. <laughs> How about a whopper? <laughs> Ever tell you guys about uh, my time in Afghanistan? No. <laughs> Remind me later. I'm going to hit you up. It was, Never knew about it. It was harrowing. Eh, I don't like to talk about it. Got a couple of You know, I got two vaginas. Things. Yeah, I got two vaginas. Really? Yeah. I got a double stack. It's like an Oreo. <laughs> Double stuff. At least it's not Hydrox. No, it's not. No. Well, the one on the right is. The one. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks Brothers is the oldest apparel brand in America. It was founded by Henry Sands Brooks in Manhattan in 1818. More than 200 Sands years ago. or Sands? Sands. With a D. With a D. Not like Henry without Brooks. Yeah. Okay. Is, no, uh, with Sands was, with the D. Was that Alex Trebek's wardrobe provided by Brooks Brothers? I don't know. He's usually <laughs> Brooks Brothers or Botany 500 was really wow. popular. In the, I paid uh, more attention to the actual game Jeopardy than oh, I did the. We like the credits. Who who clothed them? I didn't realize you two Blackstones were into that stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> looking at you, how could I not know you were both fashionistas? There are 20 countries in the world with no rivers. Saudi wow. Arabia. Is by far the biggest. It's eight hundred and thirty thousand square miles, zero rivers. No kidding. They got rivers of oil. Yep. Oh yeah, they got rivers. All right. The people of Attic, Alaska, are further from a Starbucks than anyone else in America. The closest one, approximately one thousand miles away, in Kodiak, Alaska. How do you not name a kid Anne Frank if you live in Attic? I'm Anne Frank from Attic. <laughs> You're a dick. Yeah, well, we're in Alaska. Who's going to meet her? It could be Adak. I don't know. I like my way better. A survey found that the average person makes a first impression in just 27 seconds after meeting someone else. I can do it faster. About one in three people usually make first impressions in under 10 seconds. Yeah, I'm walking up. I can make you not like me in under 10 seconds. It's almost amazing, my skill. What can you tell about someone in just a few seconds? Obviously, you notice their appearance, but some other things people say they notice, a friendly smile, good manners, eye contact. I give you credit, too, for dressing for well, being the fastest at doing a 180 with people. What do you mean? If, if, they are, if they don't like you or if they've got words with you, Look, in like five seconds, you can usually My assumption around. is they don't like me. New people, I just assume, don't like me. Yeah. My first impression of everybody is that they don't like me. That's fair. I don't know if that's a safety mechanism, but it's pr- and it just keeps me from having new friends. <laughs> if you're <laughs> interacting, more, invites, more potential weddings, another funeral I've eventually got to attend. I- I'm pretty stat uh, where I am. If you're interacting with a stranger, a first impression may be your only impression. But there are times when it's more impactful, like a job interview, a date. Meeting an important, uh, uh, someone important, a friend or family member. You're meeting a family member? 
Yeah, that someone's important that as far as you're meeting uh, someone that's important to a family member. Oh. Oh. Two Different reaction. Oh. Yeah. Keep in mind that no one makes a good impression 100% of the time. In the survey, the average person said they think they make a good impression 45% of the time. Maybe 10 for me. Most yeah, of the time, the room's looking at me, me disappointed. I'm almost positive. That's, I met new people yesterday, and I'm like, yeah, immediately, eh, not a one of them like me. <laughs> Easter's on Sunday, and this year the average American is expected to spend $192. It's my face. That's the thing. I think they look at me, and they're like, oh, poor guy. Like, they just, like, <laughs> he just, he just mm, I wouldn't want to be that. Overall, Americans will spend a record $24 billion on Easter. Up from the previous high of twenty-one point seven billion during the pandemic in twenty twenty. Most common expenses: candy, yeah, and gifts, food, clothing, flowers, decorations. We got to quit statting things against twenty twenty. They keep running that, and I know it's a not a comfortable topic, but they keep running that stat out that more kids are shot than uh, in car accidents now since twenty twenty. And I'm like, well, nobody drove for a year. Yeah. All car accident deaths went down, I assume, in 2020 and 2021. Gas consumption went... Everything really went to the, through the floor. I mean, there was... Alcohol consumption went through the oh, roof. My house. So you can't really compare Which, 2020 to any other years than that because the spike was remarkable. So they keep saying, oh, more kids are killed by gun violence than car accidents now. And I'm like, yeah, 2020 zeroed that out. And they keep going back to 2019. At the uh, Since 2019, it's, I'm like, well, there's a year and a half of no driving. Morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. Consumer Reports is reminding parents that peeps contain a known carcinogen, artificial coloring red dye number three. So are peeps poisoning kids? Yep. Uh, that and the fact that everything else in it is terrible for Red you. dye number three is in, the, in thousands of food products and is allowed by the FDA, despite being banned from use in lipsticks and other cosmetics. The company that makes Peeps says all their products are in compliance with the FDA regulations. All ingredients are listed on the packaging. Red dye number three is in purple and pink colored Peeps. Never been a Peeps fan. I can eat one. I don't one is, I like one marshmallows, so. Much, yeah. I had one last Friday. You were eating peeps? You got, a, no, you got an early. Got I was at this them. golf outing at this table. They had <laughs> sure. peeps for a an athlete's meal. meal. Yeah. <laughs> I, and she said, I've never had one. You haven't? No, I didn't like. I just didn't like the, the look, look of them. Yeah. Huh. They're marshmallows. She's like, try one. Sugary marshmallows. They're tasty. One. I don't know how come they sell them in packs of six. I don't know any crazy person that can eat all of those. It's an Easter thing. Again, it's like tamales. It's like candy corn. Peeps aren't good or we'd eat them all year. Yeah. Tamales are the same. Most overrated food in the history. And again, I go back to the argument that I've got. It's a white people bigotry that make tamales like, oh, I love tamales. It's because you know that your maid or your landscaper can't afford you a good present. So they bring over that mush with a line of meat in it. Terrible. Although the farmer's market down there on Bethany and Central... On Wednesdays and Saturdays, they make, like, rich people tamales that have meat in them. 
My poor people tamales have that, like, almost a string of hair. A dab. And then just globs of that corn goop. Masa. Whatever. Blech. But if you put actual meat in it, it was pretty good. So I like, I, I just on record, I prefer rich people tamales. There's one of those uh, farmer's market businesses that sells these awesome empanadas, too. They're way better yeah. than the tamales. Yeah. You overpriced uh, Mexican food is usually really good. I oh. agree with that. Oh, what's Javier's? Javier's, exactly. Javier's in, in, uh, in Vegas. They charge you 40 bucks for a plate of taquitos. And you're like, what's going on here? And then you eat them. And you're like, this is, I would have paid double. Give me yeah. a second uh, yeah. round of those. What is that? Wagyu beef in a Mexican tortilla? <laughs> a website conducted a survey on controversial restaurant behaviors. Asked people if they thought things like uh, were cool or not. Basically, is it okay to start eating early if your food comes first and the other people no. at your table doesn't? Thirty-eight percent of people say it's fine to start eating. You wait till at everybody a gets before food. everyone's food has arrived. That's rude. Sixty-two percent of people say it's not cool to start eating. So that's. No. But eighty-seven percent of people say it's not cool to argue with the host about wait times be ever because you see empty tables. Yeah, right. they've got a system. Right. If you don't have a reserva- reservation, don't argue with the host at all, ever. Go, go ahead, yeah, be that table that's the ninth table of that server. Right, and, and also, handle it. you've already started off with it. You think the hostess doesn't communicate with the waiter? I'm going to stick these dickheads at your table. They won't leave me alone. Give yep. them the worst service ever. Yep. So you got 13% that'll go storming in there. Basically, yeah. you're going to have uh, one out of... Oh, you know, people who have eight going in there. If you've never worked tables. in the service industry, you don't know how to treat those people. And you never get mad at someone who controls your food. Brady doesn't even know about it. His staff was putting fingers and wieners and all sorts of stuff in coleslaw and all sorts of goop went into that because you can't have a restaurant that's reasonably priced without having the employees lose their minds every once in a while. Watch waiting. It'll explain it's, it's, it right there. Everybody who's ever worked in a restaurant's like, oh, my God, waiting is, is was my Tony Roma's. I talked to Megan. She goes, that was just like rock bottom. Every place had that. And the owners very rarely want to admit it. Your staff was doing it. They all do it. No. Yes, it was. 82% say it's not cool to bring in outside food unless it's specifically allowed. There are legitimate exceptions like food allergies. Then, uh, yeah, moms, quit bringing the Cheerios in. Yeah. Don't bring, them, them don't bring the thing that needs Cheerios. Yeah. 73% say it's not cool to ask for something that's not on the menu. Yeah. 58% say it's not cool to tip less than 20% if the service was good. Those who said it's fine may have a lower default tip. Ugh. 37% say it's not cool to take photos of your meal. 63% say it's fine. It's fine. It's just stupid. <laughs> and about half, 49% of people say it's not cool to ask for your check to be split more than four ways. That used to make me crazy. So that's a 50-50 deal yeah. there. Now it's it's definitely easier to be oh, able to much do easier. that. Have you, have you seen the places that hand you the tablet and they tell you yeah. to put the things where... I love that. Yeah. Like, here, you split it. You do it. it. You split it. 
Yeah, they're doing like service people are doing less and less and less. I go to the Suns game and get a drink at the at the bar, and they just hand you the put your card in this thing and follow the instructions. I'm like I'm ringing myself out. Exactly. You put in the amount. I've got no control over that. And then they've got a thing that says twenty five or twenty percent, twenty five percent, or custom. Right. Like I'm doing all the work. <laughs> right. But the, the low end is twenty. Yeah, you're making one drink. And I gotta fire off at least twenty percent and feel guilty that that's the lowest. Brett, brace yourself. No. Is pizza an Italian food or an American food? It's in the news after a history professor in Italy claimed it's more American than Italian. So the Italians have been freaking out. <laughs> the Italian government. Oh. <laughs> The Italian government made a formal request with the U.N. last month to get Italian cuisine world heritage status. Status. That same day, this professor said he did a big interview about how some Italian food isn't really that Italian. He claims that carbonara sauce was first made in Chicago in 1953. Oh, no. And that Italy yeah, doesn't that. really do traditional Parmesan anymore either. He says the only place you can find anything close to what it was 50 years ago is in Wisconsin. <laughs> Let's uh, turn to still living 50 years in the, yeah. ba- in the back. Let's find out Basically, what Brett thinks. He says Italians got to America and started tweaking their recipes. Then well, Italy followed true. suit. But now they're trying to claim those recipes as their own. So what Brett always argues, and I'm just point-counterpoint here, Brett. Don't get angry yet. Brett always says, yeah, we stole it, but we made it better. Yeah. America then stole it and clearly made it better because then Italy copied it. Yeah, that's the fact. Italian-Americans copied it. <laughs> there so you like, go. Swedish people never made a pizza and said this is better, and Italy chased it. No. Only Italians from Italy brought over some new ingredients. His beef with pizza is that it originally didn't have tomato sauce. He says that happened in New York, not Naples. It's the reason it became so popular worldwide. And so America deserves most of the credit. We made pizza better. USA! Italian-Americans made pizza better. USA! God, what would you do if you found out the Chinese invented that, too? And we made it better, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but you just said... <laughs> was the last time you went to Teriyaki Kitchen and got a pizza? I mean, come on. You and I did that one time at that <laughs> weird place that had those Asian guys in it. And they were serving that's, up Italian yeah, subs and pizza and stuff. What you want? I'm like, uh, an Italian guy behind the counter. Who are you? You like uh, Italian sub? My name Vito Kwan. Yeah. What? <laughs> Vito, I'm a... <laughs> you come in my place? You respect me? <laughs> what the wrong with you? Here, chopstick for hero sub. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. I'm not going to eat this with chopstick. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Chow. You eat it with a chopstick authentic style. Like a pizza wasn't made to be eaten. What's with the shrimp head in my bed? <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> you are learning a lesson hard way, shrimp boy. Well, this guy claims Italy's World Heritage application includes a lot of BS. But the UN won't decide whether to accept it or not until 2025. Just do it. Keep them quiet. You guys didn't invent much of anything. We just made it better. You just took stuff and we said made it better. And you, I mean, even isn't that the whole point of recipes? Look right down to discovering countries. Yeah, well, that especially. I mean, no, we take, made we they, made that better too. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, 
You made the discovery of land better. <laughs> I mean, look at cool. I'll tell you, you hey, know they what? weren't hey. doing nothing with it. Hard to argue. Because <laughs> uh, the Indians weren't doing nothing with it. That's and right. the Vikings, we made it better. The Vikings never mm. really made the claim. The Italians went, well, we hey, did this. Hey, when was Vegas the best? Uh, no there you question. go. No question. Case closed. Done. Now, that's something. You, you guys didn't invent gambling, but you invented Vegas. Yeah. No, at least you invented how it should run. Right. Because remember in the 90s, they tried oh. to make it kid-friendly well, and all that they, stuff. They and... got the mob out. It was yeah. terrible. This relationship expert has a piece of advice. Dr. John Gottman, a psychologist who specializes in marriage and relationships. When you and your significant other start fighting, you both need to pause for a second and immediately strip down naked. I've heard this. Here's why it's smart. He says, when we get into arguments, our caveman brains go into fight or flight mode, and we are acting out on instinct. That's why we start yelling, saying terrible and hurtful things, and not listening or even thinking. But when you get naked, you pull your brain out of their tailspin. You're in security show. Suddenly, the situation feels too weird for you to keep going down that instinctual, hurtful path. So you can keep arguing naked, but you'll both be more in the moment and more likely to listen to each other, act rationally, and diffuse the tension. Your biggest fears are right out in display. So you're worried about getting undercut. Plus you're vulnerable. You're beyond vulnerable. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. This one's, uh, let's get to some radio videos. Okay. This first one is this uh, skier you saw a little bit of it this morning. It's, might have to oh, yeah, speak to a little bit. This is in Washington State, I think. Yeah, Francis Zuber is being called a hero for saving the snowboard, snowboarder's life. He's in the side country uh, skiing at Mount Baker in mm-hmm. Washington. And he, you see him going I mean, through the trees, is, and is, you just see he just happens to catch the flash of the top of the snowboard. This is right? he could have easily passed yeah. it. Unregulated skiing. I mean, these are deep drifts. This is oh, not a six ski feet ride. of powder yeah, off the trail. Yeah, he's is, way deep into the trees, and there's just a snowboard sticking out of the snow, about a foot. We can't play it because the guy cusses. Well, me and imagine how, time. like, he just happens to be in that same spot. Yeah. Dicking around, and then there. being able to get back because yep. he passed the guy a little bit in that powder, and he kind of climbed the, the cross country ski shuffle. It's crazy because then he digs him out. I mean, there's nothing really exciting about right. the video. Just it's the just, fact that he unearths the kid. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's and both are exhausted and had to take yeah. a little break as long as he could breathe. It's it's. I don't know. I, I want to know what the, the other video. kid was doing to go head first into that drift. Yeah, like a dart. Yeah. Because he is, there's no like ski lines to where he is. He just went in, right? Like fell out of a tree, caught an edge, and just went. Yeah. God knows, but yeah, he's yeah, all six right. feet. Maybe of him. he was jumping. I think he was jumping, and he flipped, yeah. and he missed, and he went right he, into. He the... is impaled deep. Oh, he's yeah, he's a lawn dart. See, that's and, and he moves the snowboard. He's still attached. attached. To it. Yeah. yeah, he's still attached. To so it. he starts digging. That's a crazy video. And the guy's okay, right? He's okay. Like no frostbite or anything? His face isn't all torn up? He said he was in there for five minutes. He was about ready. He was getting, you know, 
tried to create a space so you can breathe, but you, you're buried. In you're snow. done. Yeah. How are you breathing? He says you you just kind of cup your hands over your head when you go in and try and make some space, but you I can't. And he couldn't dig himself out at all. That's crazy. We got some uh, other radio videos. We okay. got some rodeo fun here. Nothing like putting a young bull yeah. in amongst the little kids. Oh, God, it's a bunch of kids and a small bull in the same <laughs> yeah. pen. See if you can clue into Brady's theme of the day. Okay. Yes. Video video. Brady, got- Brady's been hanging around. The, uh... Oh, the bull has gone nuts and taken one of the kids down. It's a young one. Yeah, let's go, He's through. got two, yes. three, just go, 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 go. This go, is the Dr. Go. Lynn of bulls. This is the abortion's illegal pen. Wow, that first girl takes a shot. This one here, this is a good one. These ones, one, two, three, four. There he goes. This goes bowling for children. Is that an event now? I'd go watch that. Uh, I'll go to the rodeo tomorrow. All right, everybody, let's get those unwanted second-born kids in there and start knocking them around. Next is a bunkin', uh, bucking bronco. Woo. That was close. A pumpkin. Oh, and dude is not on the. He's just tied to the horse. Then his buddy tries oh, to help no. him out. Oh, smashing him off another horse. The both of them are down. Yeah, the one dude was just tied to the horse for a few seconds and just tossed all over the place. That looks like a fun ride right there. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> and then another guy comes over to hit the horse with his horse, and he gets taken out. The horses definitely won that. I'm not so sure the other dude rode his horse into the horse. His horse decided yeah. to go, let's yeah. kill two. Yeah. I know it happened so fast. Wow. The guy standing in the background is just watching the whole thing like, huh. Well, what would you do? do? I, w- I would do? stand and stare like, yeah. I'm not getting involved in that. This next dude one. just tied himself to a crazy horse and he doesn't <laughs> know how to ride one. That's dumb. This is a close call. Guy on a dirt bike. He's near a, a bear den. He's near a bear. Didn't know, I'm seeing didn't a bear. What comes out of the... Oh, Jesus. That's a grizzly, right? No, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He falls and off the... Right there out of there the is a yeah. massive bear. Shoots out of the earth. Oh, they just gunned the motorcycle. Yeah, smart. luckily the revving. Look how close that thing gets to... And he doesn't look happy. Yikes. Yeah, yikes is right. That doesn't happen on our trails, Brett. No. <laughs> More rodeo fun? If it did. Well, actually, that's not true. At Sodomy Gulch at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock at night, a lot of bears start showing up. Start coming out of the den. They start start rolling out of some of the caves. I actually watched a mailman bear have sex with a twink bear in uh, the. the, Well, I didn't see the sex part. I I saw them. you watched? No, I saw them crawling out of the the gulch in Mm -hmm. pink terry cloth shorts. Mailman, full mailman. Oh, oh, yeah. Mailman was in full U.S. Postal Service. Pink terry cloth shorts. Twink, twinks, twinks are, are us. us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're welcome. It's a wall of them. It's like Miller's Outpost. In this, just pink, tiny pink terry cloth shorts. Urban Outfitters. It was yellow or white piping on the side. And I mean, this dude took care of business in a gulch with a U.S. Postal employee. And they had to crawl out. It's my favorite part of the story is that both of them had to like climb out like the girl in the well in Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> They had to claw their way out of the sides and then went their separate ways. See you tomorrow. Not even bothered by the fact that there was some guy on a bike watching them come out of there. See ya. By tricks. <laughs> and then he walked away. And then that guy just delivered mail for the rest of the day. <laughs> I got some packages to deliver. <laughs> Mr. Holmberg, here's yours. Hey, oh, hey, I know you. Here's your <laughs> mail. I'll get that for you. Go wash your hands first. You're covered now, in desert twink dirt. 
<laughs> the next one is the horse drags. All right. We're doing this now. Oh, oh that's a horse running. That. Everyone's dead. Went off the track. A horse flew off the track and went headlong into a parked car. Wow. And the rider flew 150 miles. That guy's still in the air. That is Holy sp- I want to know what the Spanish music is. Is, is that Mexican drop it like it's hot? Yes. We'll have to shazam it after this. I think he just orders two enchiladas. <laughs> two enchiladas. Yeah. Yep. Two enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> Chips and salsa and a margarita for the wife. Last one is a couple of uh, cows getting away. They're they're kind of, uh, what do you call them, yoked up? Huh? They have, uh, they're attached together. They're equally yoked. Oh, I thought you meant yeah, they were like they're into the yoke. gym. <laughs> Oh, they're yoked. pretty. They are pretty yoked. I have, yoked. To, I have to know how you went down this rabbit hole yesterday. Yeah, you did a lot of rodeo and horses. <laughs> livestock. Oh, off goes the end of the grill. Tandem cows. And oh, they're on fire! Oh man! What happened? Whoa. What happened? Oh, they're still going. Man. They're tied up. Untie them. What kind of whole country is this? They almost had a thousand pounds of tikka masala. (laughs) Maryville was exciting. Wait a second! This is just an open field with two cows tied together running into a barbecue. That's the way, Brady. They're not firing those things up. They are sacred there. That's a good point. I know. Is that there? Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't look too sacred. How we? Well, we kind of treated our god that way. Holy smokes, look at that. Well, there you go. And then they're just chasing them around. <laughs> it turns into Benny Hill at the end. I have one that was <laughs> sent in by a listener. Says, What's going on with the blue barrels of fire that when the cows hit them, they just erupt? They're plowing the fields, and then someone, I guess, wanted to... Plowing the fields? Not a thing has grown in that field for ages. Somebody says, sent this in to us, says, good reason not to use the laundromat. You guy's trying to leave a laundromat. He's got three bags of clothes. So oh, there's going to be a car's about to crush so this safe. guy. He left. Mm-hmm. It's a. It looks like a nice laundromat. It looks Doesn't pretty look clean. Bad, yeah, yeah. It's definitely an upper end laundromat. European. Those are all folded up, yeah. bagged. Oh. And then, oh my God, for no reason at all. Says uh, the dryer exploded. Somebody left a lighter in their in their pants in the oh, dryer. Man. That's happened. That's what they said. There's a TikTok challenge. Yeah. Don't, don't say that. No, don't I'm, say that. Saying, I'm, I'm saying it because I'm, wow. Blew out the whole thing. The window blows up. The whole front of the building is gone. Yep. Those chairs, however, remarkably unscathed. <laughs> they are stable. The walls fell off and the chairs didn't move. Holy cow, that's pretty good stuff. You can see it swelling, the, the dryer. Boom. Man. Cactus is okay. I didn't know a Zippo could do that much damage. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Oh, I, I see. No, 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 no. Hey, for once, it wasn't me. I just assumed. I assumed you came from a bad place. I apologize. All right, you said you were storing up yesterday. All right, Brett. I got a couple. All right, let's go. All right, we'll start with this one. Uh, watch where you're sitting on somebody's truck. Because, sitting. Yeah, sitting. Okay. All right. On the back of the tailgate. Oh! He's just fine. It's a Mexican yeah. tailgate trick. It's, it's, it's pulling the tablecloth off of a wow of a totally made table. A Mexican sitting on a tailgate. The car gets completely rear-ended, and he just pops off. He gets right up. He's fine. Plus his flip flops, but well, <laughs> you come right out of your flip flops. <laughs> 
Uh, wow. This one is, uh, well, it's, you'll, you'll see. Just oh, watch out for no. compressed air. Okay. Oh, he's pumping like up a, a big tractor tire, and he's got it on the balancer. Normally those are. Oh, like there's a guy age. just, uh, it's too close to that tire. This is not good. Are they filling it? Oh, no, no, no. They're too close to the tire. You're too close. You're too close. It's a big tire. Don't hit it. He's got a nail in it. Terrible's going to happen here. He's going to tap it. Oh, he's going to go blowing up. No. Oh, the. Oh, he's done. It happened, and he's done. You all right, Chad? The wheel came off. Nope. Nope. Got to go get OSHA. He just ran away. (laughs) Fill out a report for him real quick. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, That has a lot of buildup. Now, this one's kind of hard to see because it's like some closed-circuit TV, but... Uh, guys standing there. Here. It's like a, a border or something. Are they running oh, trips on the tracks? Oh, God, there's tracks. That's a and train. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Oh, Good oh, night. Oh, he fell on train tracks. What do you mean it's hard to see? <laughs> it's crystal clear. Uh, uh, it's not like an HD or anything. This is like 480p. Two guys just running this. across the thing. He trips, trips falls on right it. onto the tracks. His, and his friend's oh. trying to get him. And oh, train's wow. on time. What's taking so long? To stand up. Wow. He had time to get out of the way. And uh, this one oh, is literally more. titled "Lisa Helps Toledo Grow a Set." Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, this is, is this a, more bat? Could be a bat and balls. A cuck video. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's there speed bagging with a couple of laughs on a guy's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> How do you find out you like that? <laughs> My balls there. aren't quite that By the way, I could do that. <laughs> she, I've got too much scrotum skin. Reenaction. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I gotta tell her. I, I gotta show her how to not bend her wrists when she punches. She's gonna hurt herself. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. All right. Thank you, Brett. Mm hmm. <laughs> That's terrible. Again, the phrase of the day. I didn't know a Zippo could do so much damage. <laughs> He's talking about the Italian food thing. <laughs> there I you go. Expected that from me, but not you. <laughs> I, you said it, so I, I, I went down your road. Uh, there you go. That's your Brady report. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.